the Angry Birds movie. Released May 20th, 2016. Uh, Is that a big year for you? 16 Sixtina. Sixtina. Um, yes. Dylan's 16th yes. birthday. Nick, it was a big deal for me because it's it was the deal. year the Angry Birds movie came out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Um, I'd say it's a big year for our country. That's true. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dylan Alvento. Salute the flag. I'm Joe Wetmore. Salute the Russian flag now. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, I'm expatriate Nick Nundall. Salute the Angry Birds. Yeah. And this is tracking mode. All right. Wow. So what Angry Birds is the, the is the story about how <laughs> a a racist was right all along. <laughs> oh, that is the whole fucking movie. Yeah, Wait, a, a xenophobe. If you've just cracked this whole thing open for me, I watched this movie with very like low like like vision on it. I wasn't thinking about anything other than what was literally happening. But oh my god, that is the whole movie. <laughs> I understand 2016 now. Exactly. (laughs) That's why that's relevant. I feel like this is. This is like right in that time frame. But you've got this guy who kind of this main character, Red, in this movie. Red being, of course, the color of conservatives. (laughs) (laughs) Is metaphors uh, everywhere. Dylan, we don't need to talk in this movie. This is going to be an entirely Nick based podcast. (laughs) Just just a monologue of an hour. He is, and so you see coconuts and white supremacy. He is angry and can't stand free hugs and yoga classes and everything else happening this around him. Shit. Can't stand it. He's the only one smart enough to see the threat coming from foreign invaders landing on their soil and changing everything. And he gets made fun of for fucking loving the symbol of patriotism, Mighty Eagle. And stealing our jobs, I mean, eggs. <laughs> Everything about this lines up in a weird way with like pro America, pro conservative ideals. Which is weird because Rovio is Scandinavian. Yeah, okay, I didn't know that, but also everyone in it seems like they would actually be fairly like open minded. They're all comedians. That's got an amazing pedigree as a yeah. film. It's a very bizarre thing, and I wonder if any of them realized it going in or if it's like a post-Trump mindset that kind of highlights all of these things. Yeah, it shines in a different light. I don't just, think any of that is intentional, by the way. I, mm. It seems so direct. I mean, the like the power of anger is very much a theme in this movie. Being suspicious and not trusting of outsiders and sure. others, very powerful in this movie. It it's There's definitely a point to it. I don't know that they necessarily meant America and, you know, anyone but it else. Does, it does heavily put a blame on the others. Yeah. Yes, Nationalism is important in this. There's a hot amount of otherism. Is this a, I feel like, so I've never, I didn't follow this movie when it came out. I assumed it was going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, did, is this like a hot take that was other, proven right that, Like I've never, I never knew anything about this. This uh, is just, but, as I was watching it, I was like, what am I seeing? This like propaganda film. For right-wing politics, right-wing, by the way, uh, 
it's it's flightless just, yeah right wing is that a thing uh, <laughs> you just if i just say a word like this it means something the yeah. right way globalist is there a big is there a big thing i didn't look i specifically didn't look it up because i didn't want to be colored by anyone else's yeah well i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna read anything from this well but that's there all are... i got <laughs> i'm mic drop i'm out well I'm, I'm pretty curious now to look for other elements in this movie it I feel all like lines up i i just didn't i just I, I really only consumed this movie as like a literal pure series entertainment. Of yeah. yeah like, well, it well. wasn't entertaining. But <laughs> I think some parts of this movie are entertaining. There, it, it had a message. It had a decent structure. It did some things right. Was the comedy in this pit for me. Well, a healthy. There was like fifty percent. Like there were there was comedy that was set up some payoffs, and that was often funnier than some of the other stuff that, that didn't happen. That, that didn't have any set up. Like yeah. there were a lot of non sequitur jokes that. Felt like they were aimed at that kind of like silly, absurd humor, but and I tend to like silly, absurd humor, but none of it landed for me. Mm-hmm. This came very off as very like bad, meanie a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. With, with, with mm-hmm. Like they literally had the um the, the never gonna give you up thing, but it wasn't like that. The, the never give you up song played in here. Yes, but it didn't. It wasn't used in the way the meme was. It was yeah. just it was this it's song just, is silly and yeah. And and like, this, yeah. this song's and, popular. Let's and it, put it in there. It it definitely feel like it was just playing on like things that are popular that would that would trigger that would hit well with like younger audiences and yeah. It felt very it, dead to me it, in those it moments. Definitely, like fell into that sludge of like just generic popular, yeah, popularism. Now we have to have a song in the middle yeah. of the movie, that a popular this, song that's yeah. not even from this decade, but right. like I don't know, it, it's it's got a license and easy to pay for, and mm-hmm. hey, maybe even Sony already has the license to it. It didn't help that other than Red, every character in this movie was immensely shallow. Like they were there filling very like typical roles. Uh, and, and, and well, in some regards, it was, they were meant to be shallow so they could like let him be right in the end. But they well, didn't. also because they're building it off of a fucking mobile game. Like the yeah, <laughs> but, but, but they took a lot of liberties. They made they, they or at least no, I, I think, think they, they did a good job. Like for well, for the material that they had. I, I don't. I've never played Angry Birds, oh, so I don't what? know if there's that much how much story is actually done in the Angry Birds there's, game about their like there's, there's none. But they added they, they 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 built up a culture for these birds that was a thing that they chose it to be. Yeah, they built up characters for these birds that they could have written different ways. And I just feel like the. Without, you know, we 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 obviously know that this is going to end with some Republican propaganda, conservative yeah, propaganda, obviously. Right? But the, the 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 turn for them to kind of go from liberals to to conservatives, to racist conservatives, wasn't as believable for me as I wish it was. Like, well, I mean, the power of war is pretty strong. It really rallies everyone yeah. into but an this ideal. This is their forever war. Yeah, yeah, against <laughs> the pigs. I, I, I think it was just because of their starting point. Like, none of these characters, other than Red, had a very interesting arc. Well, yeah, like the place they began from. Uh, honestly, well, I mean, even his allies. So the, our main trio of characters in this movie is Red, who is just the like the red angry bird. Yes. And then he's got two buddies who are the yellow angry bird and the bomb angry bird. So yes. Chuck and bomb. Chuck and bomb can't even decide what side they're on throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. They go back and forth constantly. They are swing voters. <laughs> Um, no, but uh, you know, so they, they're they're just there just to like fill whatever gag is needed for any scene and be friends because you need you know like you need a, a multiple uh, an ensemble cast for people to relate to different characters. Um, should we get into now the actual structure of the movie, like the beginning, yes. middle, and let, end? Let, let, let like us go let us, through it. Let us begin. Okay. Um, it starts with Red, voiced by Jason Sudeikis. M- amazing cast in this fucking movie. Very good. Very good. Like. We can go through some of the other Every cast Every voice is yeah. impressive. 
I think every voice actor is impressive. Yes. I actually think this is, for most of these characters, a lot of them One feel of pretty phoned roles. in performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fair enough. I mean, I feel like they still deliver. Jason Dickus has a good voice. Yeah. I don't, like, for an Angry Bird character, I'm kind of surprised he never got, like, a real angry performance out of him at any point. I think he can't scare kids. He was kids. always, like, simmering rage kind of thing. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Tina, not Tina Fey. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph, Maya Rudolph yeah. is another one of my favorite comedians. She and didn't do anything I, funny I, in this there movie. Was something recognizable. <laughs> yeah, and she, and her, she is like one of like the funniest voices. Gag was yeah, not. and she's so good in yeah, yeah in everything else she's in basically. Uh, and I, I guess I guess if you guys can name off any other, I didn't recognize too many other. Danny McBride actors. is bomb, and then and he's uh, he's not really recognizable as he's yeah. doing enough of a voice that yeah. it's like I didn't even know that was him. And Josh Gad is is Chuck, right? And Josh Gad is just doing. Josh Gad, like he's just being him, I guess the whole movie. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Red is um on. It, there's basically like this like um long gag at the beginning of this movie where he's trying to deliver this like um. It's a cake, but it's a little package shaped like an egg. It's is an what egg, you don't know it's, what it's it a wicker is. egg, basically. Yeah. Um, and he brings it to like this this house, this family of birds that live in like a tree. Like the house is set way in a tree. overly long. You said long gag, way overly long. It's just like he like swings off of a vine. He he can't fly. Like yes. they they None demonstrate of the birds can fly. demonstrate that he can't fly. He's like swinging on vines, smacking into trees, falling into rivers, and just like having a ridiculously overcomplicated journey to get to this house that he's delivering this sure. thing to. But I mean, it's like, it's one of those scenes where it's like, oh, like this would be like a Looney Tunes like intro. Except, and- except it goes on too long and I never feel like Looney Tunes made you feel impact on those cartoon characters. It was a different era. So I don't think you can get back to that anymore. But even when it was, you know, a thing like the characters seemed hurt and he just seems like he's like bouncing off know. of everything. That's a pretty good nut shot. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, sure. And his giblets. Okay. I just felt like it felt like nothing mattered. Sure. And and that's obviously it's a kids movie. You don't mm-hmm. want to have anyone and you get hate hurt. Kids. I do. In movies. Ooh, I hate kids well, in general. Man, <laughs> I, but but like I can there's a lot of like I'm animated Jason kids Sudeikis. movies that I can watch today that are like fantastic. Like I can still watch Shrek. Shrek was like a really good way to execute a, a movie that is family friendly. Probably has some own questionable things in it, like all comedies of the this past. This has some questionable things. Australia banned three scenes in this movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, from from the from, from the sound of your uh, explanation of this movie, it sounds like the entire movie should have been banned. Right. But um, uh, this like I I there there wasn't like a a good core fun character to be like, even if it wasn't the main character. There wasn't a character that I was really attached to like. Uh, there is uh, a character I was attached to, but we'll we'll get to them. Um, so Red uh, poorly delivers this cake, knocks on the door. Kid answers it with a birthday hat on. Kid's birthday. Red is not only the person delivering the cake; he is also the clown. Yeah. And apparently, he's now late. Yeah. And it's uh, this whole scene where like the dad's like, "We well, fucked he's, up." He's not an owl. So the dad, by the way, is Hannibal Burris, which fucking right. yeah. amazing Hannibal Burris, except doesn't do anything particularly interesting here. He's reading lines. Yeah. This this whole setup that this town has after this scene, like what, what we're about to get to is that everybody's happy. No anger is bad. And uh, everyone has moved on from that emotion and just kind of lives peaceful, happy lives. Fucking Hannibal Burris is an asshole to him <laughs> in this opening scene. He's clearly angry. This is not a well-adjusted person, which maybe They've is the gimmick. Their emotions, yeah, like maybe yeah. that is the point. That's but you what I interpreted. You as. don't see it enough in any other. You get you get him and Maya Rudolph and uh, Keegan Michael Key as the judge hiding some anger, 
So maybe that's the message. It's like was, everyone has hidden anger. If this was done in like a Pleasantville kind of way. Where he's where just like, like super over nice about yeah, it. Yeah, like brainwashed. Yeah. That could have been kind of fun. Like if, if, if they were exploring the idea Stepford that we, wives. Need, we need to explore emotions, including anger, to be like a fully realized people. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's what they were going for. I don't it I agree with it. It didn't land. Yeah. It's weird um, because so here's the thing, though. Like if the pigs had never come, their society potentially would have been fine because other than Hannibal, right. everyone seemed fairly well adjusted as hippies. Yes. Like including like in that anger management club, the only person who had a problem was Red, really. Like Yeah, he is the the outsider. And I think it's I think it's because I know that archetype in real life, the person who thinks they're like smarter than everyone, sure. right? So they're angry because yeah, everyone else is an before. idiot. And I've I've been that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I am that now. Yes. Um at, about oh, this movie. Oh. <laughs> I'm smarter than everyone in this movie. No. Uh, worked on this movie. Um, <laughs> Watch this movie. So Hannibal Burris is an asshole. Jason Sudeikis specifically says it's said to deliver before twelve. It's before twelve. Yeah. The clock has not struck twelve yet. Yeah. And then he waits for the, tw- the clock to move to twelve, and he says, "Now you're late." Like that's not how time works. You're just in the wrong on this, and you're an asshole. I'm on Jason Sudeikis's side. But Jason Zdeckis bird does throw cake in Hannibal Burris's face. Right. And then fucking murders a baby. <laughs> <laughs> or so it appears. Yeah. He doesn't actually. He but- trips and they have their like unborn, like unhatched egg child sitting on, on the, the on the porch for some <laughs> yeah. reason. And he's like, oh, no, I'm yeah. sorry. And then they catch him before before he lands in it what causes them to oh the kid the kid's also holding yeah them. and then the kid gets Let's distracted by the cake, cake. Yeah. yeah he's like congrats it's a boy with yeah. his head like inside which i straight up thought i was like oh oh okay. he just murdered a fucking baby they, yeah okay there's, a, dead. there's an okay gag where the the, ba- the baby is now imprinted uh with yeah. with, with uh, red and, he, and the baby's like you know dad had a red and hanover yeah. is reasonably upset about that and that's like a it's funny, funny one second it's gag funny. that's gone yeah. <laughs> after this so yeah um so we have a uh, uh, protracted court scene mm-hmm. where um, Keegan Michael Key is playing a judge who's like an owl. Oh, um, and he's telling Red that he's basically, you know, anger has made him bad. And there's a <laughs> montage of like him going through his yeah. life, yeah. being angry at people. That is not done in like chronological sequence, so it's really confusing. It's very confusing. Keep, keep you have adult of- Red, then baby Red, uh, like at Ch- school, childhood Red, yeah. yeah, and then you have like middle uh like like college yeah. era and, and and so a couple things happen one he's getting made fun of by uh, uh, other kids for having big eyebrows whatever uh like those kids aren't being very nice like of yeah. course like he should be angry about that <laughs> you would say that nick big eyebrows nick <laughs> <laughs> all right now <laughs> and they just they just go well, eyebrows yeah yeah eyebrows yeah, that's really fucked up like, it's like it's not even a good taunt no um, but I think they're working with a character design before the script was written, right? And they have to be like, well, what can we say about him? He's red and he has eyebrows. Communist! Communist! <laughs> well, you don't want to make that would mix the metaphor yeah, for yeah. the conservatism. Yes. So. yes. yes. Yeah. Um, Alex Jones play, paid good money to be a producer on this yes. movie. <laughs> so this is where you start to have the like American symbol um, idolism. Mighty because, Eagle. Yeah, he's like red is working on a statue to Mighty Eagle. He's the only one who cares 
about Mighty Eagle. He's making it out of like clay. He Mighty Eagle in this in, is kind of like a mixture of like Captain America and like Santa Claus. Yeah. Because some people are well, like, well, that's what I'm getting to. Oh, okay. So the next part of this sequence or one other part of the sequence is that they're in front of a grand statue of Mighty Eagle yes. and Red says something about him being real and all the kids are like, he's not real. You don't even know. And then someone's like, oh, of course he doesn't know. He doesn't have parents. So they couldn't tell him that. That's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess that kid was trying to be nice, but that doesn't even matter. The point being, Red idolizes yes. this symbol of just justice and power and strength. And it's there yes. uh, throughout the beginning of the movie and all the way through. To, to be fair to Red, if I grew up with no parents and also had a facial deformity. <laughs> facial? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would also be a very uh angry person yeah so we also get college age red thinking a girl is flirting with him like when she's really on the quad flirting with the guy behind him and i i feel like this is still part of this fucked up message of conservatism she's flirting with the guy behind him the guy behind him steps over him and goes with him but she's with two female friends and then they make a point to show those two female friends stand up or, and or hold holding hands, hands implying a relationship between yes. them to just build a little bit more resentment <laughs> the, towards the, the fuck everybody else attitude. Well, yeah. yeah, and Angry Birds too, they do expel all all LGBT <laughs> members of the bird community. <laughs> so those two characters it's, will be gone. It's a weird thing to focus on that in a negative light, right? Like, it's not being presented as a positive, like, look at yeah. this inclusion of these two lesbian characters. Oh. It's, it's like... Oh, those fucking assholes don't even see me because right. she's in love with physical beauty and they're lesbians and I'm the smart one and I'm the good one and I'm going to die. I'm well, so smart. Alone. I should make lesbians be straight. It is an important <laughs> yeah. point that Red is always correct in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. But that is a point. That is yes. part of it is like he's the asshole, but he's always right. Yes. And so, his, his assholeness is what makes him correct. Yeah. So, okay. wholesomeness. so those, <laughs> yes, are, those are the montage sequences that happen actually before the trial that right. we kind of skipped over. So then we get to the trial. The trial, he gets sentenced to angry anger management thing. The bit happens with the the bird calling him dada. Yeah. Um, and then um, Jack Nicholson shows up. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> from <laughs> the Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so he, he goes to the anger management class. Uh, he passes by people giving free hugs and a yoga like mom class. A mime. And, and a mime, a bird which mime, clearly a symbol of uh, well, liberal they're, <laughs> politics. They're definitely setting up the here. Silent majority. Yeah, the, the, they're they're setting up here. The, 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 a lot of this early part of the movie does kind of push the fact: hey, we have eggs, we have kids, like, yes. and they are important part of our community. Yeah, which is just like a plot setup kind of thing. Yeah. So he goes by like, but the yoga moms is different than when he passes passes by the hatchery. Yeah, where he like he gets asked if one of the eggs is his, and he's like, no, like never. Yeah, it's it's clear he has a longing to protect children and to like see children be happy. I fucking honestly, like what is, what else is there other than like conservative politics saying like, you got to protect unborn fetuses. Like it's all fucking there. Uh, So (laughs) we, we got to take a pause here and be like, wow, I did not see any of this when I watched this film. I saw everything. I, I was really My just trying to get through it. Of all the movies, when when we when I signed up for this podcast, <laughs> and you were like, "Oh, we got to watch Angry Birds," it was like the first time I was like, "Maybe we should quit." Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I was like, okay, Pilgrim movies I can get through. Uva Bowl, fine. Some of those will be fun to rewatch. Angry Birds, that just sounds like a thing I don't want to do. Like, I, and, and but now you love it. Well, I, I kind of do. I, I'm more interested in, in it as like a thing now. Yeah, this it's, is here. it's intriguing, right? Because it's so strong. The argument is so strong. Yeah. I was just watching it just to get through it, just so we can get through this podcast and then go to, on to some other movies. But now you know. But now I know. Yeah. My eyes are opened. So he gets to anger management class. Yes. He meets Chuck, the yellow fast bird, who the- is uh, his crime is that he got a ticket for running through a stop sign. And they, while play, he, the, they play this uh, song, uh, Sound of the Police. Yeah. While he uh, while he was getting his ticket, he used super speed, like like, like flash fucking, level. Yeah, exactly. To race around town, destroy the police station, have a party with the cops money. Yeah, steals and, the wallet and crap on the cop. Uh, and and they play that off as if it's an ice cream dripping. But then they say maybe it's not. Um and then there's Bomb, yes. whose only crime is that he gets nervous and explodes, and yes. they threw a surprise party for him, and he exploded on his surprise party. Really doesn't seem like he needs anger management. Just, just neurotic a bit. Yeah. 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 Just so, tense. Like, a little bit Cool superpower, sad. though. Cool yeah. superpower, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And the then, explosion doesn't hurt him. So, so like you said, Dane McBride and Josh Gad mm-hmm. are Bomb mm-hmm. and Chuck, respectively. Maya Rudolph is the anger management coach. Yes. Oh. She she is the Jack Nicholson character. I was really worried they were going to set up a romance with her and uh, right. Sudeikis. Like I just thought like that was the natural course of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Thank God, because they have terrible. Well, they have terrible chemistry right off the bat. They like hate each other. But I thought he's going to oh. be right. Sometimes that's for the that's like the best kind no, of. No, that's the bullshit. That's like <laughs> that's the like that gets in the way of my conservative metaphors. No, no, no. It would work so well because he's right and he gets the girl right. But yeah. they didn't oh, do yeah. that. So I'm so, glad. Wait for Angry Birds too. Yes. Yeah. So there is um so there's those three characters or those four characters. Do you have Red, you have Chuck, you have Bomb, you have my Rudolph's character, and then you have my favorite character. I had a feeling. Terrence, who so so Maya Rudolph's character, Maya Rudolph's bird is is introducing all of them and she has like case files basically of like all mm-hmm. these incidents. <laughs> and then she goes, and Terrence, and Terrence is basically like is giant. red, but just this giant, just like circular bird just like that takes up like half the room and they add Tank. like and extra just, extra bass anytime yeah, he makes he just a noise grunts, just, mm. they, they also did a good job of like what's his backstory and there's like well, police sirens and yes yes flashback so, noise so they 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 she's like oh and what all right terrence why are you here and she opens up the case file and just like her eyes wide and she looks up the terrence and then the camera just slowly zooms in on terrence and he's like <laughs> and he like smile like this slow smile like comes up and then the room darkens and, and like, then there's like police, police lights like flashing off off the walls and i i, I don't know i lost my mind it, at that i thought that was such a well-timed I'm glad joke you it resonated with you i didn't get hit as hard i was just thinking that's pretty dark. <laughs> like, I, yeah, but that's what, why because like, like oh. screams that go with it. Like, yeah, yeah. like everything else in that scene is just like, yeah, oh, I, it's uh, a good bit. It's know, a good I, bit for kids. I got movie. nervous. And then it's like, oh, this guy is like a deviant. He's yeah. like a murderous. It's a pretty psychopath. good argument to bring back the uh, maximum uh, penalty. Right. The, the, yes. Capital punishment. <laughs> capital punishment. Yeah. yeah. This guy doesn't need anger management, although that's where that's so there's a there's a ding on my uh, my plan here if I can co-opt that that phrasing because uh, he does like terrence gets a good redemption arc throughout the movie as well yes yeah so unfortunately voiced by sean penn one of his his fourth to last role before he passed sean penn's not dead yeah, he is did he die like a week ago 
two weeks ago what? when we recorded this. No, not like two months ago. Um, Are you killing Sean Penn right oh now? Oh my god, it would be terrible if <laughs> I am. He's not dead. I, I, really? <laughs> He's not dead. I, I was sure he died. Who died recently? He's only 58. Well, Rucker Hauer. No, not him. Uh, Sean Penn is safe and sound in his jungle bungalow in For South now. America. Yeah. Okay, you're fucking wrong. I don't know why you're saying that what? because uh, the info. Oh my god, that's not him. <laughs> you're fucking wrong, Dylan. That's his brother, Chris Penn. <laughs> Who died in 2006? So that's not it. God damn! All right, we we're gonna take a pause here. And uh, celebrities, he's not dead. It's died. fine. I'm just I was nope. wrong. Celebrities that died, 2019. Okay, we're gonna figure this out. Oh, thank you, people. Oh, this is this is misleading. If I Google Sean Penn dead, it says it Penn was him, found dead. It on puts his- him up top, which is what I why yeah. I said you're fucking wrong. Yeah, like it puts his brother up top. Well, it just says Penn, Penn. was found dead. Yeah, that's exactly why I. So like. I could make a screen cap that just <laughs> makes it seem like he died uh, 12 years ago, 8, 13 years ago. and uh, Yeah, that's but, what I meant, clearly. Anyways, he never filmed Oh, no, I meant Stan Lee. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. No. <laughs> why was I certain, without looking it up, that well, Sean why, Penn was dead? Here's why you were certain, Nick, because you were in a state of conservative-filled hate rage, and <laughs> Sean Penn played gay liberal politician Milk. Harvey Milk. Okay. M- 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 Harvey yeah. Milkman. Uh, also, who needs facts? <laughs> Trump's America. Uh, okay. Holy um, shit. I will that's say, crazy for right. me, though. Oh, God. If, if, if Sean Penn dies before between the time of this recording it and the time, so dark. the time we post this. It would be so fucked up. Uh, okay, I'm going to hold Who up the, died? The, the audio newspaper recording this July 27th and Sean Penn dies after oh this recording. Oh, my God. Whew. Okay, back on track. Is that staying in? <laughs> I feel well, awful. We'll we'll find out when Sean Penn dies. <laughs> all right, guys. So look, the, we we introduced all the characters in anger management. Yes. And uh, also, there's a there's a bit where um, Red beats up the the bird that's like the sign for anger management. Yeah. It's like a it's like a mannequin. Uh, yeah, and then there's a little it's, like scene. squawks. It's like yeah. yeah. Uh, and Turn, that's that's turns important out because it was made by Chuck. It was made by Chuck, and so Chuck gets mad at him, and so he he, he still even though he meets these guys that will be the gang of the movie, they still have beef with him for a little while. Yeah, in Except, this first act, do they? Because it doesn't it's last. Pretty inconsequential. Yeah, beef. it's yeah. very transient. Like another, plot points. Another good joke. Another good point is that they 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 are mourning the loss of of the the dummy, the the mm. model, the mannequin, and then all of a sudden they hear like a a sound outside. And they all turn and start walking away. Bomb and Terrence both stomp over oh, <laughs> the yeah. broken they mannequin. They just don't care anymore. And Red's just like, wow, because okay, good job. Because liberals love to have a <laughs> oh, tragedy to Jesus, put on the front geez. page of Facebook. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I can spin this like every step of the way. All right. So um, everyone on the island is uh, uh, hears a commotion on the, the beach, the beachhead, and they all go to, to look what's going on. And uh, they see this ship, this like weird steampunk ship coming into, yeah. into view. A steamship. I wouldn't say steampunk. Well, it has yeah. sails and shit okay. and like right. wrought iron on it. Um, and also Red lives on the beach because he's been ostracized by the rest of the community. Um, so no one questioned when he chose to move he's his house. He's in rural be- bird beach. Yes. Bird mm-hmm. Island. Uh-huh. And they're in urban bird right. island. Yes. The yeah. coastal elites. Wait. Well, he's. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> He's the coastal rural r- 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 Yes, of course. 
um and in the in the ship comes and beaches on the on the ship almost hits his house He's yes. like, oh, my house is... Oh, okay. They almost hit it. And then they drop anchor and... Pfft, yeah, and destroy it. Take out a wall. Yeah. It was a joke a wall. that you saw coming as <laughs> soon as you saw uh, that boulder hanging from the right. ship. Right, yeah. There was no doubt that yeah. this was going to happen. So, uh, we are introduced to the piggies. Who's yeah. voicing these pigs? Bill Hader. That's right. Is voicing Leonard, the leader of the pigs, who yes. emerges from the ship... With his chin strap. Uh, attempting... Yeah, chin strap uh, beard. Attempts to like come down on a conveyor belt. He's got TNT behind him. They kind of layer in the imagery of that now because it is like just a major feature of their culture um, and Dynamite. Uh, plot point later in the movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, his his look like lackey is unable to properly send him down the conveyor belt to have his grand dramatic opening. So they also kind of demonstrate that they're incompetent. Tech is, yeah, mm-hmm. like they're just kind of goofy. Uh, idiots. They're the minions <laughs> of this movie. Um, but they come oh in. Oh my god! They, they very much are. Yes, they come in just bearing gifts. They bring fruit. They give that out. They bring hugs. They seem <laughs> to, to be bringing their best. Yeah. Uh, seem yeah, to. Seem to be. Yeah. Well, uh, so here's like uh, to, to, to go like so they they say hey it's just the two of us like and yeah. Brad's like okay that's. You know, but then like he, he's still suspicious, and the townsfolk are obviously very enamored with all these gifts they have: trampolines, slingshots, yeah, etc. Next thing is they start bringing their technology at a big party, just so they can set up a, a musical number later. Yeah, um, and at, it's at that musical number, um, uh, Red is like, "All right, well, 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 I don't know how much we want to skip ahead, but going to just that, go go to the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're at the, at the party. party. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there's anything I'm missing, but uh, Red, no, has the big thing is the trampolines and the and the slingshot. We didn't really talk about those because well, at the party. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying like okay. we're there. <laughs> so I want to make sure to point those out though, because the the slingshot especially is a gift from the pigs, where they're like, we're going to show you how to launch stuff. Red is heckling at that moment. Is that where you're headed? Yeah, well, he's heckling, and he's like, they see there's two more pigs, so he's like, hey, does anybody not see, like think it's weird that they said they had two? Yes. But they actually had more? Yeah. Um, and nobody's listening to him, even though he's doing his best to put his YouTube video out there. And, <laughs> I'm telling uh, you, they're but, bringing more pigs! Yeah. <laughs> you don't see it, but I see it! And they're turning the frogs gay. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> they're building trampolines in our town! Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Uh, he is saying these, they're destroying more facts. of our stuff and nobody's listening to him because they like use TNT to make big pyrotechnic explosions right. and blow up part and of the also, town. And also like they've lived their entire lives not questioning anything. Yes. Which is accurate. <laughs> um, so uh, where are you going, Joe? You wanted to say something more or you got that? Oh, man, I had a point, but I was like holding it in the back of my brain. And uh, another thing to support your crazy theory, Nick. Okay. But unless you have... You have more well, to add. No, just the moving on with the plot. So Red heckles them and is like, hey, maybe you should build my house if you're so good at building things and stuff like that. Finally, this also Leonard, drives me up a wall because like at no point does anyone acknowledge that his house got destroyed. Right. Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody cares. Well, it's because no one cares about the forgotten parts of America. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Nobody cares unless it's popular to care. And so that doesn't fucking matter to them. It's that not his an urban. House, yeah, it's not yeah an, it doesn't mean anything. It's not in their face. It doesn't. There's shinier news happening right over here. So fucking Sean Penn pro- dies, pro- and that makes news, <laughs> and we ignore what's happening machine. in Flint, Michigan. He and he makes another point about them, um, where you know, uh, Flint Michigan. Uh, yeah, that that one doesn't work as well because the conservatives don't give a shit about Flint, Michigan either. <laughs> it's true. Um, all right, so they 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 say, "Here's our slingshot. We need a demonstration from the audience." They take red. 
boom, fly him off the the beach because they want to get rid of him. So he stops right questioning them. And also, since the birds can't fly, like this is the closest thing they can get to, yes. to being yeah, able yeah. to fly. Um, so Red hits the beach. Chuck and Bomb just show up like immediately. Yes, like there is no time delay at all for well, them. Well, I arriving. think they skip ahead because there's actually a pretty good point where like Chuck runs. Up, you know, he's super runs, fast. He's like, "You want to check out that boat, don't you?" He's like no yeah i do yeah, I do. yeah he's yeah. like all right and then he zooms back to the party zooms back again he's like all right bombs in he says he's on his way and he also has a slice of cake yeah eats his cake so bomb and chuck and red all sneak onto the pig boat which seems to be unmanned because there's only now four pigs at the right. party yeah um also weird that the pigs are green i just want to point that out yeah never really talked about that speaking pig, of they, they, they find a book 50 shades of green <laughs> They're green in the... Which is a joke only kids will... <laughs> only kids who know more than they should will get. Are they green in the game? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm, just following that, yeah. yeah. Um, there's that. There's some other random, like, pig references on the boat. Um, but they're looking around, pa- and they don't find Hamilton much. and Hamlet. And yeah, and some of that's in the, uh, the castle at the end. Uh, with similar types of yes. pig buns. Trampoline room. Yeah. They find the trampoline room. Bomb is, Bomb is big dumb character, if we haven't really expressed that yet. He wants to play on the trampoline, so he goes and bounces for a while. He's also heavier than everyone else. Breaks through the trampoline into a room filled with more pigs. They're just hanging. It's like the cargo hold. They're all just standing yeah. there. Well, I mean, this is the thing. It's like, you know, when they come over here, they, they're disguising all these things they're bringing <sighs> in. The drugs, the weapons, things that, you know, you don't want in this country. Yeah. I mean, you don't want in Bird Cowboy Island. hats, apparently. <laughs> That's a little weird. but Yeah, there's like ashless chaps. They're like doing a dance number on the It's on wearing the our culture as a costume. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I could, also, I could you just know, say bullshit you, all day. You, you don't know if they're coming here to stay here or if they're just passing through. Well, they like, say that. They, they say right. that in the movie. What do they want with this with our country? I mean, what do they want with Bird Island? You know, yeah. it's it's a real it's a real problem. That these guys aren't being very honest with us. You know, so it's Red's like, like, this is suspicious. This is a problem. He brings all of the pigs to the party and is like, look at this. I snuck on their boat and I found all of these pigs. They said there's only two. There's hundreds of them. It's a problem. They're going to take over. And everybody's like, you snuck on their fucking boat? <laughs> and and it's reasonable. Like, you shouldn't have done that. Yes. But nobody cares about the, what he has to say. The Falkhorn Lakehorn judge is like, yes. I Bill, do declare. So he dazzles them with a country song dance number. Everybody's into it. Nobody gives a shit about Red. Red gets told he's going to have to take more anger management classes. He does. It seems like there's a little bit of a time lapse. The pigs have kind of ingrained themselves into Bird Island culture. Um they are building things. They are knocking down things. They're just kind of taking over, uh, which is when he says that line, like, are you staying? Are you going? What's the plan? What's the point here? Um, you have now, like, I've built up such a resistance to this idea that that this is this is uh, conservative propaganda that now I can't read that line in any other light than the fact that, like, it's it's a xenophobic well, it is nationalist. Yeah, idea. I mean, it is. he's straight up just like foreigners bad. Get out of my country. The whole movie. I mean, nothing else. OK, we're obviously joking and extrapolating as much political juice as we can from this idea. Yes. But the point is straight out the gate. He only hates them because they're foreigners and he doesn't trust them. Well, and they broke his house. Obviously that. But like. He's not focused on hey, they should be fixing my house. He's like, why are they here? What are they doing? He's right. paranoid. Well, I mean, that's that's an interesting thing, They even too, play right? Black Sabbath's paranoid during this movie. Well, they broke his house, but his house isn't like just a house. It is the 
it is the metaphorical representation of America. This immigration system. <laughs> Joe's going hard on it's, it. I mean, it, 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 you know, it's, it's breaking the economy. It's like, and, and no one's fixing it. No one's looking at this problem at the border of the island, I mean. And they're not, they're not fixing these, uh, like this, this, this broken home issue we got right there on the, uh, where, the, where, the where they're arriving. So there is one solution in Red's mind. With and that these. is to play Behind Blue Eyes. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, they do do that. Yeah, have a yeah. have a have a musical number where where Red walks around the island all sad, and uh, I knew immediately this this was the song they were playing because I've been listening to this song a lot. So like sure. I know the it's opening like chords. It's, yeah, it's Although a good song. It's not played by the Who. <laughs> no. It's not who's it played by? Joe Limp Bizkit. Why? What a weird fucking idea. Like in 2016, why do you hire Limp Bizkit for anything? <laughs> They had to have done this cover like a while, right? Maybe. Like, maybe. I don't know. Uh, why would you choose this over the, I mean, yeah. the Who version? Well, wait. Like well, I said, you've had to be able to get. You have to pay the licensing regardless. It has presumably. to be cheaper. It, Limp Biscuit is not as maybe. expensive as. I don't the know Who. how that works. I don't know the laws. Are you saying that Limp Biscuit is not as good as the Who, Dylan? Behind Blue Eyes was covered by American rap rock group Limp Biscuit. It was released in November 2003 as a single. So why? Why that version? Because it was cheaper. Yeah, it's got to be, right? It's got to be. So they, there's some there's some plot groundwork being laid where the pigs um, want the eggs like that's demonstrated. One of yeah. them he has like a daydream about it, but we kind Actually, of gloss over that and well, move forward. I, I almost don't want to gloss over that because that was one of the few moments that I I did enjoy because it was kind of freaky. Like it was when weird. the pig like sees <laughs> it the is egg. Freaky. At first it's like he it almost seems like he's like romantically interested yeah. in the egg, but they twist that romance into like the hunger and like I want to yes. eat you. Vor. And it, it, Vore and and it doesn't. Vore, are you trying to like Italian it up? Vore, that's a vore. That's a vore. The, the Italians are coming to our country, eating their babies. When I unhinge my jaw, and I, <laughs> I got nothing. I can't. I can't carry on those can't songs. Can't with jaw. But, but no. it, it is an effective use of like unsettling you and then introducing their their hook. And it is one of the few moments in this movie where they have like a good idea. <laughs> like like okay. a good a good idea. I think there a good are execution. a number of little moments in this movie actually. Yeah, where they I, have I think a there are some good, good bit here, a good bit there. The problem is good versus decent. The problem is with this movie that we haven't really talked about because you can't get into every bit. Is that there's a bit every fucking second in this film. Sure. Like you're never given time to rest off of one before you're on the next. Yeah. When all of the townsfolk gather to see the pig ship come in, there's like six bits back to back. As they just pan through the crowd, yeah. there's like the mime talks. My mime breaks character. And goes, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. There's the house getting destroyed. There's uh the um the Maya Rudolph's coach having like a weird moment. Fuck, I can't remember. There, there's just too many. And the ones that you don't care about just kind of get washed away. And I think that's intentional because if you're popcorn consumer audience or children. You just focus on the ones you like. You know, you don't sure, really pay sure, attention sure. to it's all It's like the... scattershot, right? It but also yeah. one of these will hit. Yeah. So okay. He is he's he's sees what the pigs are doing. He's like, man, this is bad. Um, well, he's suspicious. He has no, he's, yeah, he's nothing but suspicion. And and the pigs are like ingratiating themselves into the bird society. So Chuck and Bomb and him and Red are talking, and they're like, Well, what should we do about it? And he's like, I don't know, but I know someone who would. I think I know someone who would. Yeah, right. And he's referring to Mighty Eagle, this hero from the past, this great standard of all things good, who... Um, Do you remember this cut? When they cut away to, like, Bomb and Chuck imagining, like, their their idolized yes, versions yes. of Mighty Eagle? 
Oh my god, what the fuck was that scene? Chuck, so Bomb imagines like perfection and power and strength. And a completely different animation style, like 2D, like yes. kind of like paper crafty Pretty looking. Yeah. And then Chuck is like just all about that ass on Mighty Eagle. Like leather, leather chaps, tight leather yeah. pants and a cowboy hat. He gets he's signed like, on his chest and when he wakes up from the vision, he's like rubbing his chest centrally. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> That's the one where I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know, that's, that's I mean, like, like the animation team, like the writer's room, like someone walked in one day was like, hey, guys, I found these quaaludes like in an old desk in the studio. They all decide to go find Mighty Eagle. They believe he is at the Lake of Wisdom, which is up on top of this great mountain that is shaped like an eagle that we've been seeing all movie. Yep. Um, they climb that's foreshadowing. They climb the mountain. And when they make it to the top of the mountain, they realize they're on the wrong <laughs> fucking mountain. <laughs> they oh, just really? climb the wrong mountain. Yeah, and there's they a different summit and they uh, see like the other mountain and, in the distance. And the part I like so much is that they're like, oh, God, I guess we'll have to go back down and climb the other mountain. And Bomb is just like, like they don't say a word. Like yeah, They end the dialogue. Yeah, of they, like several days. Exactly. Like sun goes across the sky. Moon comes up. And Bomb just stays there on top, like just like throwing his arms in the air and weeping and laying down and going to sleep. <laughs> and they position. like come back up and have to like talk him to come down the mountain. And I can so relate to just giving up. <laughs> like, how many days? How depressing. How many days wasted? Yeah, yeah. To like, which to doesn't just... actually affect the plot, right? Yeah, but it is very funny to me. Meanwhile, cut back to the city, and there's these pigs are driving cars around. They're they're driving past old ladies. They're not giving you know the old older generation the respect they deserve Correct. when they're across the yeah. street so the city is getting clogged with pollution and uh cars and everything else uh from all of this rapid change tech. they get to the summit of eagle mountain rock whatever it is the pool of wisdom the, yes and uh we have a prolonged synchronized swimming sequence where chuck and bomb get in the pool and they're spitting water back into each other's mouths swallowing and, it and swallowing it and and uh Jason Sudeikis is like, don't do that. Why are you doing that? Stop it. And and uh, they make this big point to like show like gargling it. And and then there's a big booming thunderous like crash. Like something is moving through a cave nearby. So they get out of the water. They move into hiding. They look up. They look up and out of this cave up on a rise comes this powerful, gigantic, bald eagle figure. And he stomps through and comes to the edge of the rock. And then just like. Imagine just like turning on a water hose, like just or or dumping out a two liter of Coke. Just this fluid starts pouring out from between his legs into the lake, the lake. And it goes on and on. And you see the realization on Chuck and Bomb's face as they realize what they were just gargling and they're like scraping their tongues. I think it it went on too long i don't know no i agree i th <laughs> I feel like potty humor is like the lowest tier of humor and they spent a lot of screen time on it's it it's weird yeah. because any of these bits could have been dragged out this bit could have just been just as short as like any other bit yeah and uh, i think it would have been fine right yeah. if it just moved forward it would have right. been fine it wasn't a particularly clever bit it was the, the animation was good during it mm -hmm. uh but yeah, the water looked great. It, it, the, uh, the urine did not look like urine, but it it was. I it looked like urine. It was yellow. <laughs> it was it was a heavy stream, though. Sure. I mean, I don't know. All what, right. What's the eagle penis look like? I. That's a good question. <laughs> water. You looked that up. But hmm. then this introduces us to Eagle, who we begin to realize is not the hero we thought he was. Yeah. Big surprise. They get into yeah. his cave. He's got 
trophies of himself. Very narcissistic. Very narcissistic. He talks. He's like, I've got countless trophies. You'd never be able to guess how many. It's thirteen. It's uh, it's <laughs> tough because you know he obviously used to be a really great hero, and it's like, what will make him great, great again. again? Yes. <laughs> I, I was planning on <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> doing exactly that. <laughs> so they find out that he has let himself go. He's not what he used to be. He has a very inflated opinion of himself. He, he he's voiced by Peter Dinklage. He's voiced by the, Peter Dinklage. Probably incredible. doesn't help. Yeah, <laughs> he does such. A, I didn't know it was him either. I was like, I, I had to look it up mid movie because I was like, I know that voice, but I can't place it. He does a great job. He he, he nails the role. Um, I mean, it's no Sean Penn as Terrence, but <laughs> okay. Well, Who never says a please. word of dialogue? Did we get to that? <laughs> Sean, Sean Penn as Terrence. We got so wrapped up in my terrible idiocy. It's Sean like, Penn never says a word it's as like Terrence. Vin Diesel as Groot. But at least he's saying three words sure. as Groot. He literally never says anything as Terrence. Um, Vin Diesel doesn't play Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> all right god damn it <laughs> he never says anything as him um you gonna find Vin diesel in like la or somewhere it's like why did you say anything as terrence <laughs> as terrence what <laughs> um okay so here's the weird thing about this scene with mighty eagle they decide that he's nuts and he's like worthless and red is like well great i thought you were going to be something special but instead Idiots like me are going to have to, which is interesting because he calls himself an idiot, but I feel like he's got a very self-inflated opinion. Well, um, all right, go I ahead. think it's go depression on. that manifests as sure. anger, self-deprecation, self-loathing. Uh, but he says, like, idiots like me are going to have to solve it. So he's like, man, I am going to have to be what America is. I'm going to have to make America great again, not you. So he leaves the cave and there's this moment where, like, like the main eagle, like, cast them out. He's like, you go away. But then as they start to leave, we zoom in on Mighty Eagle's face and he smirks. And it's an interesting thing because he's just been insulted. He just said that, you know, my, my Red just said he'll have to save the day. Later in the movie, there's a there's a reference back to this. I don't know what the I, I, don't, I know what it seems like. But I don't know what the the writer intended, and you guys are just staring no, at me. No, <laughs> I'm also thinking. I mean, it yeah. could have been it could have been uh, Im- animation improvisation. It could have been like the scene needs a button or something, or yeah. we need to animate something with yeah. the eagle for the shot. Yeah, and maybe they did something that was kind of out of the t- script. It happens sometimes with animation yeah. where well, it gets its own kind of storyboarding separate from the writing. But he, he we, smiles. We also we kind of skipped over um, before they they leave Mighty Eagle's lair. Mighty they Eagle. Look through. Yeah, my eagle is uh, is is a peeping tom. Oh, right, <laughs> right. But they use the peeping tom tool, which is um, you know, it's it's it gives them the sight the t- to see the tool, the the, yes. the peeping tom tool to see the binoculars that um that the fucking pigs are throwing another party. Then nothing is negative about this. No, they're taking the eggs. No, Did they see the eggs getting taken. No. I don't think so. No, they're prepping. They're, yeah, but they see TNT everywhere. They see that they oh, are, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Like, but they're like putting them in like the the risers and the rafters. I see. Of, okay. of the construction. Right. I missed that, and that's that's my fault. Then the pigs are throwing a party and inviting everyone because their plan is once everyone's in the party, they steal all the eggs and get out of there. So that kind of culminates the end of this act with a big action sequence of chase the eggs, which are all gathered up in a net and being put on the boat. And Red gets a hold of the net. Bomb gets a hold of the net. Chuck is trying to warn everybody to get like into action. 
Um, Bomb can save the day if he can just blow up. And something we haven't at all talked about, because goddamn, this movie has a lot going on, is that Bomb can't explode at will. Right. It's just a character thing that they want him to overcome by the end of the movie. So, <laughs> so It's just stupid character development. Yeah. So he blows up when he's like anxious or scared or whatever, but when he needs to do it, he can't do it. So he gets up and he can save the day if he can just blow up and break this chain. He fails to do so. They dump water on him and uh, knock him off the boat and then get away with the eggs. So Red and Bomb failed. The eggs are gone. Everything is dark and depressing. Mo- movie's over. It could have been a great end to the film. They, they, all, the, all the birds are like, oh my God, what do we do? Red, you have to tell us. And he's like, be a leader. What? That's not me. I'm not totally not a leader. I couldn't. I guess I will. I mean, if you're going to give it to me, I'm pretty good. Jason Sudeikis there, Nick. Thank you. Um, so he takes over as the leader of uh, of the people and says, we're going to build a boat and we're going to go after them. And then we're going to come back and we're going to build a wall. And no. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go get our eggs. Um, but I, I'm sure this must have been one of the three scenes or three three moments cut from the Australian release before he suggests that while he's like coming up with his plan, Josh Gad's character is like, I've got a plan ladies tonight. We're going to make all new eggs. And he like humps the air. Yeah. yeah. And he is like straight up just suggesting they have a fucking orgy yeah. to save their society. It How was a pretty shocking happen? joke. <laughs> How did it's, that happen? It's also funny because he's like, <laughs> we're gonna replace these eggs yes. is the exact yeah, term yeah. he used. Like, doesn't even care. Like, it, it, it acknowledges you're gonna forget that you even right. lost that previous child. It's a weird thing in like this like era of like sensitivity about violence around children and things yeah. like that to just be like disregard them. Yeah, but Red isn't up for that. He's like, no, these are our eggs. We're going after them, and they head off uh, on a boat made of TNT boxes that were left behind. Yes. And they sail to Pig Island following the wreckage left by the pigs. Just kind of, they drop debris as they go. Yeah. So some flotsam, some jetsam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where are we? We get to the island. Oh, they basically just set up the slingshot at that point, right? They're yeah, like, so they get to the island. The pigs are prepping their their meal. We re are. Uh, it's revealed that Leonard, the pig, is actually King Mudbeard. Yes. King Leonard Mudbeard, I guess. And his father and his grandfather have been looking for the eggs for all these years. Which, all right, uh, some logistical questions here. The birds do not know that there are other species that exist. The birds live in their own right. siloed society. Mm-hmm. Yes. The pigs show up. They are surprised that there are other animals that exist on other islands. The pigs know about the, the birds because they're able to see them from their island. Yes. Uh, assumedly. And the birds just never looked. Well, the birds never looked. Is that why the pigs know about the existence of eggs? I don't know. Have they been watching this island for generations? Here's the thing. I don't think it's probably that thought out. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Just going to connect it to the theory again. Yeah, I am. I'm going to do this. All right, so Papa America does know about Pig Island. We can see in a few scenes scenes later that uh, Mighty Eagle 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 can see Pig Island. Island, But isolationism, wait, no, that's a Republican value. Damn. Sorry, Nick. It's a thing against your platform. But he has basically willing, willfully isolated them from knowledge of outside sources. And so maybe they had a conflict in the past, but it was... Well, I think aside. Mighty Eagle is Republican. He's just... His values have decayed over time because he hasn't had yeah, but then the it cultural would, it support. It would make Republicanism a consequence that led to... The well, no, I think, I think there is that argument if you're making this Trump's America, right? Because 
what is the argument of Trump taking over the conservative party other than it was left in the wrong hands and our party fell apart. Our, I say, our, I'm not me, not me. <laughs> just to be clear. I mean, him, me, me, uh, we, we, me, Trump. Oh, I just uh, forgot uh, that I wasn't a Republican for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but Trump is like, ah, uh, they fucked up. So now I have to come in and save the day. And I think that's still the kind of thing is like, it is conservative ideals, but the conservative ideals were not properly tended to. These pigs, right? okay, they came into our country because we weren't focused on ourselves enough. We didn't protect our young. We got to show up our problems at home. But first, we got to go nuke these pigs, okay? Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. I know some guys, the best guys, the greatest guys, they got me a slingshot, okay? Really great slingshot. We're going to go <laughs> to their country. Accurate. And we're going to slingshot into their homes. Yeah. <laughs> with our bodies. Yes. <laughs> genius right the, the perfect platform <laughs> so they start they start launching themselves in there the anger management coach I've is the first to go for so long for the game to be part of this movie because i only the only thing i know about the game is that you slingshot into things what's but funny honestly it's the best incorporation of game mechanics into one of these movies that we've so? seen yet well it I was just this, put there like yeah it's a slingshot it's, it's, it's such it's, it later. it's textual literalism like yeah done to like the the ninth degree and it's like the worst part of this movie for any number so? of, for I any think... number of video game mechanics you could have had them assault the city that way there was no other setup in this movie for why birds would use their bodies to bash things except yes. for yes, that's true except for bomb well also the inflatable guy did we see him inflate earlier in yes the movie? yes yes he was he was in a couple so there's okay, an orange so, bird that inflates so into those a large two ball. but the others don't have any special powers for chuck being does. chucked Chuck is fast. It's not yeah, like a his good doesn't have anything power. to do with being thrown. Yeah. Throwing a guy but who can it, explode, it, but it's the same thing. exact mechanic in the game. Sure. What you does have, he do in the game? It's fast. You you launch him, and when you launch him, you can tap on him again. Wherever whatever his arc he is, he'll zooms. just go straight. Yeah. And then you got the boomerang toucan. Yes. Who does do what he does? Double damage. He'll you can hit something and high and then hit bounce it low. back again. Yeah. Um, it's I'm, I'm I honestly thought it was good because I thought I mean, it was it's, it's clever enough. It's just it's so naked on its surface Very. of like oh it's just, okay we're just playing the game now and yet but that's kind of fun to me i wish it was i don't know more i guess movie. this movie should have been like pixels the length that it was <laughs> okay now if you want to fight me <laughs> <laughs> i've never actually seen pixels i don't know the, this movie but, should have uh, been about half the length that it was so we got to this sequence sooner because the sequence was like on an animated level, Peter Dinklage enjoyable. is in Pixels as well, though. So you know, uh, yeah, great. However, they 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 do a decent job of smashing up the pig city, but no, they're not getting to this palace, they're, right? They're launching Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph can, for some reason, poop. Fireball yeah, shoots like yeah, magic Hadoukens. And, and that's their special power. Yeah, it's every. It's a cavalcade <laughs> of kamikazes. Power! just giving off their hidden power so but like instead of even like because like bomb like bombs like explosiveness is like it built into his character and throughout the film yeah. her farts have no nothing it comes out of never address they, they aren't even tied to her anger and they <laughs> like, try yeah. to they try to wipe it away by red going like oh my anger management therapist can yeah fart can bombs yeah, yeah that's new that's <laughs> like what the, yeah. no you don't get you don't get a pass for just acknowledging it's like oh this came I out think, left field i think this is just direct game reference stuff it doesn't matter so no i, I yeah i am not personally but, offended but it doesn't <laughs> as, yeah. a, as a as a writer that's like you didn't ridiculous need to acknowledge it you could have just let it happen and not explained it because the mechanics don't really matter right. like tell the, out the bomb in his 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 crippling condition <laughs> well so, okay the point is, eventually, they, they learn how to play the game, right? Because that's like the other part of this is they're literally Learning saying, physics. like, look at where your last bird went and then aim differently from that. You know, right. like, 
they're they're learning how to do it. They get a few hits to the castle. They manage to get red in there with the help of Terrence. Terrence can pull the slingshot back farther than before. Yes, and yeah. Launch him. So red goes like there, the and then uh, Chuck, I am red. The player is. I mean, I am Terrence. The player is Terrence. Are you Terrence in the game? Apparently, yeah. yeah. Like if no, I building literally. the strength to launch. To, never mind. It's not literal. Okay. Uh, basically, our trio of heroes ends up in the castle, though. Bomb, Chuck, and Red are all there. Yep. And they're sneaking around, avoiding pigs who have the eggs all collected. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, right around this time, Mighty Eagle is watching from his perch on top of the eagle head, and uh, is like, "All right, it's time to get ready." And he starts flapping and falls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he, he, you know, he, he takes his gut and he shoves it back in, so it's now his chest because yeah, that's, that's how, how it works. Yeah, I work. mean, it, and this is like a very direct. Like his greatness was sapped for so long. Yes, and the thing that finally mo- motivates him back is to greatness. War. Yeah, well, specifically like racist war. Yes, exactly. <laughs> very specifically. Yeah. Um. So uh, they they. Uh, I want I want to call out this 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 particular scene. Um, when they launch Chuck at the castle, he flies, goes through the castle, can speed up even in air. So I guess his flash ability is like yeah, it's super super powerful. Just affect like even if he isn't moving his legs, and so he zooms. He like goes through like a window or a wall, and he goes through like a door. And he goes through one door, and he goes through like a sequence of rooms. Yes. that have more and more torturous things in them uh-huh so he like goes through the first door i forget what it's something like it's nothing dangerous i think it's like, it's like cowboy suits or something right it's yeah, like, yeah, or yeah like shakespeare suits or yeah they're like dancing or something and then like two rooms later it's just a bunch of cacti yeah in this one yeah. room oh, yeah and he's just like but he avoids all of it does he i thought I he think, scrapes he, on him oh does he okay yeah okay. i think he scrapes on him and then he goes through another door and the uh, subsequent w- room is just a bunch of pigs like dueling with swords <laughs> and he is like getting nicked by them and then he just hits a wall and on the other side of the wall red is is walking and then the brick one of the pieces of brick just out. pushes forward yeah. and he pulls it out he's like is that house of horrors nice. I, it's a weird it's another weird gag to me because individually those like weird scenes like there's some fun art stuff in there but like None of it adds up right. to anything intelligible. As does, and once he's out and through it, he's got like broken teeth on the other side. Birds with teeth is also weird, but he's well, got cartoon broken. damage doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It means yeah. nothing. Yeah. Wait, is, it, is this a ding? I'm, I'm confused. It is it's, not a ding that cartoon damage doesn't matter. That is just like a statement about cartoons. You, you can get hurt in a cartoon. And it that's just really a fact. Matter. That's just how cartoon worlds uh, work. Is, you, you can have an anvil dropped in your head and no, you know, it'll you'll have a momentary. But uh, I, I do think that that joke was one of the bits that to me that just feels like, what is why? why? It's like, one of the many bits that don't have any purpose. I do think it's like probably a reference to the games because you go through various landscapes when you play Angry Birds. You're like, now we're in the desert with cactuses oh. and now we're in this place. So I think it's just kind of showing off. Some I'm just of that. not an Angry Birds fan enough, I guess. Gosh. I guess so. The the the, the, um, the him like landing in the stone and the flags and being pulled out. I'm like, oh, there's the I, like, that stuff is cute to me. Like when you know, like coincidence just kind of pulls the plot back together. It got a chuckle out of me. It got a chuckle out of me. That the, that part did, but the it, I, I was so exhausted by like random bits in this movie because as a person who likes it, random it's humor, endless. it's endless. Yeah, yeah, it, it's endless and not often. More often than not, either flat or just like mediocre. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that's what I would say is mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is just like that. That that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But when you get that's okay six times in a row, it really starts to dra- I, drain you. I, I think people people sometimes have like a difficulty of like 
articulating or communicating like what makes a good animated movie versus what makes a bad animated movie. Like you can point at Pixar or Disney animation for most of the time and be like, that's a good, they make good. Right. You can recognize overall quality versus yeah. individual but like, it, details. It, it's these, these, these little like, you know, um, death by a thousand cuts kind of thing where it's like, okay, we're going to use a Limp Bizkit cover of a <laughs> popular song. We're going to use pop, we're gonna use popular music at all. Like, like number one, but, Limp Bizkit. But you, you know what I mean, right? Like, like yeah, do, a lot, of, a lot of like Sony and DreamWorks movies, like it's like, okay, well, here's like fucking like happy by, you know, Pharrell. Cause like it's a popular yeah. song. Right. We're going to incorporate that somehow, even though it probably doesn't really make yeah. a lot of sense. Like Justin Timberlake's in this movie. So we're going to have a Justin Timberlake song right. in this movie. And then things like constant gags. I think Angry Birds and I don't watch a lot of other animated movies because I've just, I've been burned by like mm-hmm. three bad 3d animated movies. So like I, I, I tend to stay with, Pixar and Disney animation because they're reliable. Sure. So I don't really pay attention to DreamWorks stuff. But when I did see some DreamWorks stuff, it's like this consistent, like, we're going to make a joke every five seconds. The jokes probably aren't going to be very good. The jokes are going to be a lot of toilet humor. It's going to be a lot of just like... Which is just what this movie was. Bottom of the barrel. I think this movie does it... Either my resistance has been lowered by, like, <laughs> not watching these movies a lot. But I feel like at least, at the very least, like, it's done less offensively here than it is. I think things. there's a real danger... That we have seen so many bad movies recently. <laughs> They're just like, what? what? We don't know anymore. Resident Evil is my favorite movie now. We don't know anymore. I don't watch a lot of comedy anymore. Uh, like in general, I, I watch some comedy TV shows, but I don't. I very rarely watch a comedy movie. Comedy is probably my least favorite genre. I definitely not my least. Favorite I say genre. on this comedic it's, podcast, it's hard to have a straight comedy movie anymore. Yeah. yeah. Which is like in the '90s and the early 2000s, they were so prevalent. But now it's difficult to find one. I mean, think like Austin Powers made today, which they're going to do because they're making a new one. Like, I don't know that it would ever possibly work. I don't know. I would go to the theater for well, that. Celebrity's not as strong today as it used to be. Yeah. Uh, and, and Mike Myers as like a force of celebrity in, yeah. that, in that moment made Austin Powers, especially because he was playing multiple characters. Yeah. It was it was an event as much as it was a comedy to watch a Mike Myers movie. Sure. Uh, but when you also think about like the best animated films of any era, they often t- like have a really good balance of story and yes. humor. humor. Wally, Toy Story, even Shrek, which I think is DreamWorks. Yes. Sh- Shrek, which is probably more comedy loaded than a lot of other movies. It still has a yeah. really good pace where like it'll do a comedy beat, but then it'll also build character out of just about every comedy beat. Uh, like, you know, ogres and have lairs, you know, that kind of thing. Like the, the relationship between Eddie Murphy and Mike Meyer. I can't remember the character's name. Donkey and Shrek. Uh, <laughs> what, what is the donkey's name? What do they call the donkey? Tell me someone. What do they refer to the donkey as? But there's no good. There's not really a good Shrek donkey or Shrek Fiona relationship in this movie. There's not a good Woody Buzz relationship. There's no. not a good Wally Eve relationship. There's no. There's just a lonely conservative who's always right. Yeah. It's really it's 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 a lonely movie to watch, yeah. Especially for someone who has felt in the past like, man, are, is everyone else dumb? Like, <laughs> I, I I can relate, relate to Red. Hard. I can relate to Red, with the exception of some of his xenophobia, perhaps. Although during during while watching the movie, I was but like, he turns out to be right, well, and you know he's right too yeah. when you watch the movie because you yeah. know the pigs are going to be the bad guys, of course. right? So like, you are also like biased confirmation you, from like the you're meta just of understanding. To into it. Like, yeah, and so it's like, okay, I know he's right and also i remember when i felt like him before but like you're put into there and then you have like no like like his companionships are pretty 
bland. Like for most of the time he's with them. The only reason they end up being friends in the end is because they win together. They win together. And who else has he got? He's right. just like, I'll lower myself to have these friends. The town doesn't even really like they accept him as a hero by the end. Yeah. But they don't really like do anything like. Uh, well, you like, just build ruined them. the ending for our. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get back to this castle for a minute. All right, so they're storming. The- Have fun storming the castle. Yeah, yeah. they want to send more in. They the pigs unleash the the, uh, pig, the piggy air force. The air it? force, which they have a name, and I can't remember what it is. But whatever the pig air force is, pigs on biplanes start coming through and trying to stop the the birds in the city who've been thrown in by the slingshot. And that's when Sean Penn's like, "It's my turn." Except he doesn't say that because he doesn't utter any actual lines in this movie. Well, he Sean just dead huh. when he filmed this actually. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean Penn just pushed gas out of his body. <laughs> Sean Penn has been dead for fifty yeah, years, but he's still in movies. It's amazing. It's um, so so fucked up. Uh, Terrence gets on the slingshot. He's they know the trajectory now to get into the castle, so it should be like. Boom, we're going to save the day and everything's going to be fine. Except Terrence snaps the slingshot with the weight of his giant, <laughs> that giant body. Fat piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Dylan. Wow. What? You've stepped over a line here today. <laughs> Man. Uh, no. So they, they snap the slingshot. So now Red, Bomb, and Chuck are alone. So they have to get into the egg room where the uh, where a bunch of pig guards are and where Leonard is and where the chef is getting ready to drop all the eggs into a pot and they start coming up with a plan and then fucking Chuck just steals the scene out of X-Men where Quicksilver is like, I'll just run around and do everything and moves in super speed, sets up all of the pigs to like throw i don't know what the hell it is throw paint on each other yeah they had something. paint they had paint yeah, throw yeah paint a gun on that each shoots other. like a punching hand yeah. yeah and so they all like bonk each other and paint each other up and get mad and chase each other away opening the door for them to get into the room and it's and, just like and, why can't he solve everything with this <laughs> what? just like x-men why can't quicksilver solve everything so they go in the room they go to the eggs they're trying to stop them they're failing and then uh um mighty eagle bursts into the scene he gets in he like knocks a bunch of stuff down knocks himself out by crashing into the big like golden pot that the eggs are going to go into yeah the big cauldron yeah which means like again nothing because when that happens uh they just wake him up and like nothing changes there's no dramatic rise and fall from him being knocked out unconscious conscious yeah so he wakes up and they're like get the eggs out of here got it so Peter Dinklage grabs the eggs, flies out of the room, and Peter and, Dinklage. Yeah, he just shows Peter up. Dinklage, yeah. yeah. Uh, Red Bomb and Chuck jump onto the egg uh, net to hang on as with him, so they can all escape. Only when they do that, the pigs also form a human chain, much like the beginning of the movie. It's symmetry; it rhymes. Uh, <laughs> uh, when they're oh. holding off the the family is holding Red from falling on the eggs. This time, all the pigs are holding with a human or an inhuman chain, a pig chain, uh, to keep the eggs from going. Black that bolt stretches here. the net, mm-hmm. and one of the eggs flies out and rolls into the pig room. The birds can't fly, Nick. It just falls. The egg falls. The birds can't oh, fly in this movie. Jesus Christ. I totally didn't get what you're fucking saying. <laughs> um, so Red says, I'll sacrifice myself to save that egg. You guys get the rest of the eggs out of here. He falls back. So now it's just red in a room full of pigs. Leonard, the king, has the egg, and he's going to eat it. 
It's <laughs> like I always say, you know, the only way to stop a bad guy with an egg is a good It's good to make guy an omelet. With a- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can't make an omelet without firing a couple eggs. They're getting chased by airplanes. For the, uh, the Mighty Eagle, uh, Bomb and Chuck are getting chased by airplanes. So Bomb decides he's going to do what Red just did in self-sacrifice. He jumps off uh, because he's going to blow up the launcher that launches the planes in the air. Because I don't think even the pigs can really fly. They're gliding. They're just, yeah, they're going down a ramp that launches them into the air and then they glide for a while. So if he can blow that up, they'll be safe. They're called pilot pigs, by the way. Um, Okay. Nothing, nothing too great. I looked it up on the wiki. No, they say something about the Air Force. I think it's just piggy Air Force because I look at the Air Force and they are the pilot pigs. That's super lame. That said, the Wikipedia is insanely detailed. The fan wiki for this? Of course it is. It's it's an entry for the Battle of Pig City. Uh, And it's just like like scene by scene, like several paragraphs. So we should have just read that instead of trying to improv. It's it's also weirdly done in a way that's like, if it, it sounds was a like historical, a historical battle, yeah. yeah, it's really weird. It's kind of amazing. Someone really likes this movie. <laughs> so it's me. It's a fucking conservative, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Donald Trump's favorite movie. Here we are, The Battle of Pig City. My favorite, all, the best war heroes of all time. None so, of them got captured. Bomb lands on the thing. I'm just going to say he blows it up because fuck it. It doesn't mean anything. It just happens. Whoa, but there's some setup where it's like, will he blow it up? It doesn't and matter. And you really don't know if he's going to blow it up, Nick. Yeah, Tension will he? Tension matters. I mean, there's some propellers come at him and you're like, oh my God, what if he doesn't blow it up? Oh, okay. That happens. Then Red <laughs> and Leonard end up fighting and like crashing through the floor because everything's like falling apart now a, yeah a chandelier goes through the yes, floor which is a big rock chandelier for some reason is that in the yeah that's got to be okay oh in is the it games. in the game yeah it's got to oh. be right because otherwise why is the chandelier a big rock anyways the rock crashes through it knocks through every single level of this great tower castle and down into a basement which is just filled with an endless distance of uh tnt boxes they're everywhere yeah Leonard has the egg. Leonard has a candle from the chandelier. He starts to cook the egg. Uh, Red uh, remembers that Keegan-Michael Key said, don't (laughs) let anger rule you or something like that. The answer is not always anger. He looks up, like you were saying, sees the cauldron, which is this big, like, ridiculously thick metal cauldron that was up on the top of the castle you would never see it from that distance they're like 30 stories he's down he's a bird they got like telescopic oh, he's vision got eagle eyes okay yeah. so he sees the Mighty cauldron eagle eyes sees the cauldron about to fall and instead of getting angry and raging he tells leonard you did it you won you're so smart you beat me you're the best and leonard gloats he snatches the egg back while leonard's gloating waits on the spot uh, Leonard says something like, that's the last time you're ever going to trick me. He says, yep, it is. The cauldron falls on top of him, like closing him inside of it. And uh, the candle goes off on the TNT and blows up everything. Red like, the is whole... buried under rubble yes. and will never be rescued. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> oh, but Joe, self-sacrifice. But Joe, we've seen Street Fighter. We've seen Double Dragon. We know that explosions don't hurt good guys. So... Everything happens. The good old plot the, armor. The whole, the whole city blows up. Red should, by all rights, be very deceased. Uh, even just from the heat and the concussion like waves and stuff that would be going through that metal. Yeah, he it, it should, should be, be like pressed, like yeah. radiated <laughs> off of the metal. Yeah. <laughs> just with that egg in his hands. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Mighty Eagle lands with the eggs, starts distributing them to all of the various bird parents. There's two blue bird parents who are like, 
where's my egg where could it be for them to eat you said i, I was just talking and missed it um uh where's my egg and then they're sad they turn their backs red shows up the egg hatches the egg is hatched yeah, it's yeah. Three little he, seem- he seemingly only has the bottom part of the shell and they're yeah. like oh <gasps> It yeah, right. and then like the three, there are three like really small hatchlings that come out of a single egg. It's really yeah. questionable. Yeah, well, it happens. Does it? I yeah. guess multiple yolks. Yeah, yeah, but that's a thing. But would they be born? Is, is that possible? I don't know. I mean, how do fucking twins work in humans? You get one egg and oh, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. So sometimes, sometimes there's fraternal twins and there's identical twins. I'm aware. If they're babies, they just came out of egg. Shouldn't they? <laughs> I like be? how that was. That was the thing you thought Joe was going to question. I thought he was going to be like, no. There's sometimes there's more than one egg. When an egg opens up for the first time, shouldn't it be a yellow blob before they turn into birds? What the fuck are you talking about? It's like a larval state for a bird. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Joe. <laughs> um, so, anyways, the end of the movie is they go back to town. Uh, they all the all the 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 town is happy again. They have a statue of Mighty Eagle rebuilt because the first statue got blown up by the pigs when they left, um, and the new statue shows him saving all of the eggs. They he gets all the credit. Red is featured in the statue as a crying, <laughs> yeah. uh, kneeling, uh, screaming baby, basically, at, yeah. the, at his feet. Um, but uh, the point Which, is, America's greatness is restored, and Red is willing to accept that sacrifice for the honor. He's not looking for personal glory. He wants his country to be great and again. He, and he moves back in with the coastal elites. Uh, well, he does, because that's he thinks it's over, and he's going to have to rebuild his house, but then they show him. They have built him a new house back in town. So, weird thing there, right? The entire town collectively comes together to build a new statue of Mighty Eagle. And makes him a joke in it. Lambasts the the guy that actually like but, put all this but together. But then they also build him a house. And make him, him, look, why? And they liberals, sing him a song. Liberals are quick to forget <laughs> the sacrifices of hardworking conservatives, okay? You know, uh, they they get they get buried under the new story of the next day. You know, and it's like uh, they, they say, "Oh, he saved us. Now let's talk about how great we are. Let's build a statue of. of we'll bring him back I in think town." This is just what happens when you have multiple writers and sure. nobody knows. Like, yeah, no one knows that this is properly conservative propaganda, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, they sing him. The kids sing him a song. Everything's great. He ends up. Uh, Bomb and Chuck decide they're going to be his roommates. That's like a last gag. Is like, wait, what are you guys talking about? I laughed my ass off when that happened. Oh boy, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Credits roll. Mighty Eagle dances to a song because all these fucking movies have to end with a song. I actually turned yeah. the movie off. <laughs> I mean, well, you didn't well, see you, the mid credit yeah, scene. Yeah, you missed the epic reveal. What's the epic reveal? The fucking three bluebirds just like sneak through the town. And they get to a slingshot and they launch themselves into the fucking ocean. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just dead. dead. They're gone. <laughs> so I don't know if that's like the setup for the next movie picks up with them like being lost. No, it's not. The, or... mo- the next movie is about like uh, another enemy. And the, the pigs, so what the pigs the and the birds have to that team scene, up. They literally just launch themselves off into the ocean. I hope they can fucking swim. Or they're dead. Well, they are blue. Sharks just fucking yeah, blue so they can swim. Jesus. Yeah, they're aquatic birds. Um, they're just showing off one more because that's like the special power where it's you shoot, shoot three birds and they like yeah, bounce they break off it, of each they other. They break apart. It is like for all the, the silly gags that we've, the, the conservative gags, the core conceit of this <laughs> the movie. silly conservative gags. The core conceit of this movie being that a xenophobic man was right is right. If you throw away everything awful. else we joked about, yeah. that is the point of this movie. Like, 
being suspicious, hating foreigners without cause is the right choice. I definitely overlooked it because I was just like, the pigs are the enemy. That's the way the game is. But you know that going in. And yeah. if you didn't know that going in, which I mean, I knew it going in too. But if I, if you look at it through the lens of not knowing that, what the fuck? <laughs> He's just an asshole. So granted, they knocked down his house. That would be the argument, right? If you were the conservative defending this film and saying this is not propaganda, you would say they knocked down his house. Of course he's angry. And yeah, totally. He has that. But well, the argument is being made that that, that outsiders have knocked down the house in the U.S., right? But he like, is judging also all outsiders, too. He's like, they all are bad because my house got knocked down. I think that's still that that is like yeah. that is accurate for actual conservatives. That's what I'm saying in America. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's a weird movie. It's wild. I don't disagree with this read. It's yeah, it's it's, it's but it's wild that it's so I didn't I didn't see it. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys didn't see it because I yeah. was a little bit worried. It was just gonna be like, yeah, duh. <laughs> like, yeah, you, didn't, you didn't read the news articles leading up to this. Yeah, no, I, I, I hadn't. Uh, I, I was just trying to get through this and so it definitely injected a lot of life into this for me it almost almost made it worth watching the movie <laughs> <laughs> oh god well guys are you ready to see another one i guess we didn't do our ratings though yeah i know I'm, i wasn't okay okay oh another one of these fuck that's what you're suggesting oh my god that's the other thing right like it does culminate with the angry birds ending right it is the game on screen for such a large part of the ending. What the fuck are they going to do with a sequel? Like, where does this go? Again, like I said, if I've, it's not I've seen more the trailer, slingshots. So it's, it's, oh, you mean like what new mechanics might like, exist? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, just going to be more be birds. The, the same finale. Yeah. Just a different enemy. Is there, so there's a new enemy in the new movie. Yeah. So it's like, um, you know how like there's Donkey Kong Country Returns and then there's Donkey Kong Country Returns Tropical Freeze? Yeah, mm-hmm. the walrus. Yes. Angry Birds 2 is basically Donkey Kong Country Returns Tropical Freeze where is it's there, like a polar enemy. Yeah. Is, is, but is there an enemy in like in the games that is like that? The, the, the new, yeah. I, there's an Angry Birds 2. I never played it. No, okay. I only ever played the first one. Yeah. Well, <sighs> gee whiz. Uh, I, uh, Angry Birds, the video game. <laughs> The you movie. know, honestly, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly, if I take away all the propaganda and I'm just like, is this a movie that is enjoyable to watch? My nephew, we were watching it halfway through. I took a pause because I was writing all the notes and I was like, you know what? I just need a break. And I, I didn't get to say that. I started to say, like, I'm pausing this because it's uh, and I was like, I was like hanging on that word, trying to figure out how I was going to word. I need a break to take my notes. And he just looks at me and goes, he's six years old. It's a disaster, <laughs> which Man. is fantastic. Which is a, a, a Nick Nundall line. Yeah, so, yeah. So he's learning, obviously like he's learning, learning from knowledge. It's interesting. Uh, but I will say, by the end of the movie, he liked it because once, so what he was bored with was all of the talking and character building. And blah 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 blah. Exactly. Let's blow up some pigs. So ironically, the stuff that like I found the most meat in, he didn't like. And then at the end, when it was just explosions and goofy, you know. Uh, bird powers and stuff like that he was really into that so it worked as a kid movie it entertained me on a different level i think if i were you know i i I feel like my enjoyment for this podcast is is there something interesting to talk about and this certainly had something interesting to talk about so i I rate it pretty high on that i'm gonna go two out of three stars okay two two yeah like a 66 percent yeah. Why three? Because that's the ratings that you get on levels in Angry Birds. 
You get one, two, or three stars. Gee whiz. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's brought in some video game references. What is this, Nick? A video game movie podcast? Oh, shit, is it? I thought this was our Republican conservative podcast. I went a totally different angle with this. Damn. I will say, Nick, you're definitely not the only person that realized that this I, is. I'm so glad I, I didn't look. Trump and I propaganda. intend to look after the fact. But I wonder if it if it was if the writers on this would have realized that they were doing that, or if it was intentional, or or, or if it was intentional straight up. Yeah, that could be too. Yeah. But also, if they didn't realize it, did they realize it now <laughs> that we're in the world? I'm we're in? sure they did. Yeah, like um, yeah. So the Kevin Fanning has a article he wrote for his Medium page called "The Angry Birds Movie Is Trump Propaganda." I mean, it is. And right? then um, I'm, I'm, um yeah. Emily uh, Vanderwerf for Vox wrote, "The Angry Birds Movie would be better if it went full Trump. Instead, <laughs> it's flat." <laughs> and, and 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 Emily Vanderwerf is like not not like a conservative, not a pro Trump person, right? Yeah. Well, wild wild yeah two out of three uh, stars look it's it's a it, this is not the worst movie that we've seen so far in terms of just being a thing you can watch and there are some gags that are funny in it certainly one of the better animated things i mean obviously i guess there's not much to argue about in animation detective pikachu was definitely the best animated thing we've seen sure in this terms had of a quality pretty animation. good Oh, uh, that's live action. Thank you. It had, it had a <laughs> lot of CG in it, though. This movie looked fine. It was like there were some moments where the CG was artistically done. Like uh, there were some, there were some really good, you know, uh, tools at work. The writing was definitely pretty repulsive to me. To me, so uh, well, I think it was just overwritten. I think there's a bit every second, and it's just if they had focused, it could have been better. But as it stands, it's a two out of ten, dog. Yeah, of course, I feel you. I feel you. Um, God, it's so hard for me to review these movies because, like, it's just like, well, that yeah. one off the list. <laughs> yeah, this is Watch. a check out of box for Dylan. <laughs> Watched another one. It is interesting to think about what's the scale of our reviews, really, because nothing. You know, I like, don't. I don't take them seriously. Sixty-six percent is an insanely high score to me. I think, if you think I had, that's, that's I, a failing grade. What are you talking about? Well, but I got a lot of interest out of it. So even yes, it is a failing grade. What are but some sixty-six percent movies that are like not video game movies in your mind? Shit, man, you asked me a question that I don't know the answer to right now. <laughs> Batman and um, Robin. Yeah, like yeah, there's some entertaining movies that are not video game movies that are not just like interesting because they're backstory. The Rock. That are any any dumb The Rock. Okay, uh, any dumb action movie can kind of get a, around that score if I enjoy moments in it, right? Um. Uh, but like the okay. new Predator movie is probably like a five or six out of ten. So like sixty six, oh, fifty to sixty percent seems reasonable. It seems like that should be lower though. It it's okay. I mean, it depends on what your expectations are going in. Yeah, pretty. That that's the problem, right? Minimum. Your scale has also changed. I expected to hate this movie, and instead, and then I found I, a lot. Now I'm a Trump voter. <laughs> <laughs> how would you rate? How would you compare this to Birth of a Nation? <laughs> okay never seen birth of a nation but i know (laughs) i know that's a sticky thing i do think though like if nine to ten is like masterpiece territory you're saying this is like 24 points out of 100 less than like the matrix (laughs) (laughs) which is a masterpiece i mean it is i felt entertained watching this I, yeah, I, go, go ahead. I don't know. I got nothing more. I, I say this this movie had interesting voice actors. 
interesting pedigree with the directors. It was their first film they ever directed, but they have worked on like Iron Giant and Frozen and okay. Okay. Uh, Space Jam and various other movies as animators and storyboarders. These guys, everyone involved in this movie was has made good movies. <laughs> Whether this is a good movie or not doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying there, there's an interesting like lead in where I'm like, oh, that's surprising that this person's involved. 66 percent though i just i found it enjoyable i, can, I found it I interesting that. that's fine and i i i i was entertained by my investigation of this theory also like rating scales are not linear. yeah they fucking don't matter no but they're not linear in my head they're not like do matter. They, they really it's, don't it's and you being the one to argue that they do <laughs> Well, it's really a problem for I've me. I've taken this podcast very seriously. <laughs> I take movie ratings very seriously. You know, look, I mean, I'll talk a re- frame of reference points. When, when I rate things on a scale... What would you rate this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we'd, we'd have to go you into a cut whole there, entire... Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys? Nothing. Cool. Well, that's one Angry Birds movie out of two in the can oh just so far just <laughs> are we gonna watch the tv show as well the, the, no the the angry birds quatrology is that what you're implying nick be... uh yeah i mean that that 2020 election is right around the corner so, so okay they gotta god beat those war drums yeah um but yeah next time we're gonna do the uh the the newly released at the time of recording angry birds the movie too uh, the angry birds movie too the two two angry Two, Two birds. birds. Five me. <laughs> <laughs>